0: Welcome to A Lunch With Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. Welcome to a special sandwich talk edition of Lunch With Biggie. This time I have two guests, brothers, talking sandwiches, Jason and Lauren Fossey. They want to chat with me because I, I got I got pulled into this conversation and this text involved uh, with the two of them talking about sandwiches. And uh, and since we're since we're all sandwich people, and I've had Jason on already, uh, he was one of our first guests on the podcast. And Lauren has something called I'll we'll call it the Fosse Sandwich Ham Sandwich Theory. So uh, let's discuss this. So Lauren, what is the what is the
1: Ham Sandwich Theory? Basically, the idea is um, I, I I judge my sub shops, my sandwich shops, anybody that that's sandwich oriented. Based off of whether they can execute a ham sandwich well, um, I believe it's simple. And a it ham make and a, cheese or a ham? ham, ham and cheese, ham and cheese. To make, I almost always always put cheese with my ham, so we'll yep, say ham yep. and cheese. But I believe the execution of that sandwich, um, because it is one of the more bare bones uh, sandwiches. There's not you can't like put down a bunch of sauces and stuff on it in my head anyway. Uh, it'll let me know whether or not the rest of the subs are of quality.
0: Jason, what is, what are your thoughts on this?
2: I, I agree with them to a
1: sense, but like when we roped you into
2: this conversation, like you got to go to the sandwich authority, you know, in yeah. order to like you know to hash it out. Uh, like I agree with them to the sense of like a ham and cheese is like you know that barebone sandwich. Yeah. You know, we're talking like deli ham, like you know, just like the old square loaf you know like yeah you're not a boiled ham fancy yeah boiled (laughs) ham like you can still kind of see the chunks and fat in it um (laughs) but i think like (laughs) like he's right but you got to, like it's almost kind of got to be warmed right lauren like he's got to sweat a little to like get like the flavors like melding together
0: all right so wait hold on before we let's so let's first, uh, here's my first question. Let, let's, so let's just a l- little role play here. We're going to, you're coming up and you're at your favorite sandwich shop. It could be any, it could be anything except for subway. I, that's not allowed, but yeah. let's say you go to your favorite sandwich shop and you're like, and Lauren, give me your order when they like, what, what is it? Cause it's not just bread, ham and cheese. Give me your order. What else is on this sandwich when you're ordering?
1: So I'm a big fan of mayo. If I'm feeling okay. um, my, my, one of my favorite sandwich shops actually is a greek place here that doesn't the subs just kind of one of those things they do but they they do other things um maybe some questionable mayo at temperatures but that's all right that's not what we're here for so um you got the mayonnaise sometimes i'll do mustard but i do like a little bit of vinegar uh with with my um i'm a fan of shredded lettuce uh I, i i do not like leaves that turns me off so quick um i am a fan of uh having some tomato Uh, salt and pepper must be on the tomato do not just randomly salt and pepper is the tomato
0: hold on and I'm sorry to interrupt and ask some of these questions tomatoes are they chopped or are they regular they could be like chopped up tomatoes or are you okay sliced and then do you specifically ask for them to season the tomato yes Okay. I, I, I like this. Like I like sandwich, sandwich
2: snob stuff right there. I like this.
0: I did this by the way. I did this yesterday so I totally feel you but I also got the reaction I was expecting when I asked for more things when I when so I'll continue I, but that's I'll digress. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So okay, so keep going. Um are you putting like jalapenos? Are you putting olives, uh pickles, no, cucumbers, what do you got?
1: So, I'm actually for most places I do not like pickles cuz I use jarred pickles. I prefer like a lacto fermented pickle where it's will still taste like a cucumber and i do not get that i do not like those elastic pickles man it just does not do it for me so anyway uh my basic like i mean bare bone sandwich is going to be the lettuce the tomato salt and peppered um the vinegar and i like um some onion so the thing about the onion and i w- we delved into this a little bit is once you cut it it sweats it mellows over time that's one of the advantages to the sub shop is they have prepped everything so it kind of sits for a bit and it's not as um in your face i don't care i prefer red onion but i will take white i've had uh, i think my the place i go the little greek place i go uh you don't know if you're gonna get red onion you're gonna get white onion it's whatever that guy's doing at the time and uh that's basically it right like that is the qualifiers for that sub at the time the ham the cheese and everything i just stated i don't like to throw in other flavors uh, usually, uh, if I'm filling it, I'll do some, um, oh God, like, you know, they might have like the Italian mix with the vegetables. Uh, I can't think Ghirardelli is a ja- jar- Like Giardinara? Giardinara. Yeah. Or,
0: Giardinara? or,
1: um, sometimes like the banana peppers, right? Like I'm, I'm willing because that's kind of got that sourness that I like with it. Uh, my ham sandwiches, I lean Salty. And sour; those are the the two things I like about it. Uh, you start throwing sweetness into it. Some people like the honey mustard and stuff. It starts unbalancing from what I enjoy. Keep in mind; I mean, everybody's got their thing. There's people who like yeah. sweet sandwiches. Go for yeah. it. But um, those are my basics. And then I I know I'm getting a good sandwich if the guy on the other side wraps it so tightly that I could probably beat somebody unconscious with it and still eat it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I like that. I like that. Jason. Okay. So just for a few things, just to kind of, um, to kind of figure out location wise, um, I'm, I'm from Orlando, Florida, Jason, you're, you're in Virginia.
2: Yeah. Virginia beach,
0: Virginia beach. And then Lauren, where are you located at?
1: North Carolina,
0: North Carolina. Okay. And I, I will say to you, I totally agree with you on the idea of the wrapping. I actually just watched the video of a guy making homemade, um, subs and he was a uh, and he literally made the bread and everything and that was the one thing he did was he grabbed the wax paper and he had a whole thing about it which I truly appreciated was grabbing the wax paper and actually doing the the, the, the sub roll on it so you're, you're wrapping it up almost like a burrito or something yeah. like that but what it does is then it kind of almost like forces all the flavors mixed to kind of congeal together and mm-hmm. I and when he did it I was like oh man that makes total sense. Like, I, I totally understand that. I totally agree with that because then everything kind of like, it's not, it's a little bit different than when you make it at home. And if you're not making it that way, um, it's a totally different animal. Um, so I will tell you, and I, and I know I brought it up when we were texting, I do do something similar to this, but I, I don't do a ham and cheese. Um, usually for me in in another world, I do, for me, I do like if I go to a pizzeria place, it's like if you can't do a cheese slice and you can't do a chicken parm, like a chicken parm sub, then I'm pretty much like you're not an Italian joint. So um, but I don't have like I don't do the ham and cheese. And it's funny because I even brought it up to my uh to my wife when when we were that we were when we were talking. Um, because I did have a buddy of mine who did what you did. His go-to was always ham and cheese. Um, but for me, I could never do ham and cheese. I'm more of the, like, I, I don't know. I guess I would call it like the roast. Like usually I want like the three meats. I want something that I can't make at home. Um, I don't usually have three meats in my deli drawer to just, I mean, I sometimes do cause I do love sandwiches, but sometimes you don't usually typically have three meats to make a sandwich. So I'm usually the, the, the roast beef, turkey, Ham guy. Um, I'll usually get one of those because I figure you can't really mess it up. It's a little bit something better than what I can get at home. Um, and things like that.
2: What about what for you, biggie? Like, do yeah. you get that hot? Is it like a hot ham turkey roast beef? Depends. Is that a, is it, it a cold it, sandwich? No,
0: I sometimes will do it cold. It just depends on where what I'm doing. If I'm eating it there, if I'm picking it up, what's my travel time, like all those things? Because there's certain aspects of it that kind of go, but um, so yeah, that just kind of varies, uh, on me. Usually it's cold though. I don't usually do too many hot. I have some friends that do like it. They like getting it like warmed up. Um, but usually I just kind of go, you know, quick. If you can't, if you can't do it cold, like a good cold sub like that, then, then something's wrong. What about you, Jason? What do you, what's your go-to? Like if you're going to, if you're trying out a new sandwich place and they don't have like, you know, it's just like a regular sandwich shop. Is there anything that you have a go-to? Like, do you follow, I guess we'll call it the... You know, well, do you follow the, the, ham, the ham and the cheese ham, theory? Yeah, uh, the I, cheese. I, I do.
2: I do believe in the theory of the ham and cheese. And like, you know, if you can do a basic sandwich, we're going the right way. Um, My style is very similar to Lauren's, uh, but it's got I got to have the onions. You know, um, I, I'm a mustard fan, too. I like that mayonnaise mustard mix. But regular
0: mustard or spicy mustard?
2: Yeah. Well, it depends on the sandwich. But like with a ham and cheese, I'm going with like the yellow French's, you know, okay, like okay. it's just yeah. like it reminds me of childhood. You know, that's what you had growing up. I'm yep. also with you because like the three sandwich, the three sandwich meats I normally have in my house are the ham, the roast beef and the uh, turkey. Yep. Which I gave myself food poisoning. Hilarious story. We'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But uh, my go to when I go out um, to a place like I'm, I'm usually uh, an Italian guy, you know, yep. uh, with like, you know, you're. Like salamis, your pepperoni, you know, your prosciutto, whatever, like whatever Not combination whole, uh, of Italian uh, yeah, meats Bordedella, they have, all that. Yeah, stuff. but like, wait a
0: second, are you getting that everywhere, or you go, or, or like, if this, are we talking like an Italian, um, some kind of like an Italian shop, or are you just going to any sub shop? It's pretty much uh, sub and- shops in
2: general. I normally like will go toward, uh, the Italian.
1: Okay. Um,
2: I just like that saltiness, you yep. know, and like how well can they pull it off, you know but again like those meats are cured and most of them even the bad ones are pretty good you know so that's like yeah. a safe bet like these are cured meats yeah you know and i still top the sandwich pretty much the same way um i know it's like blasphemy to put mayonnaise and mustard on an italian but it's my sandwich yeah. i make it the way i want it you make your sandwich the way you want it like exactly no i right. totally get that um
0: yeah i'm one of those where i'm i i do love a good italian but i don't get an italian if a place like sells sandwiches and if and if i'm not seeing like a deli slicer or something like that i'm probably not going to order it i i don't know why i just don't um there i don't know i kind of think to myself it's like going to like a seafood place and ordering a steak like i i i just i there's certain aspects ordering chicken yeah. like <laughs> Things like that. Like I just kind of, sometimes I'm like, mm, what are you known for? Then maybe that's kind of what I should stay in that house, um, of what you're ordering as much as I could, you know, depending on what it is. So that's kind of where, where I kind of fall when it comes to this. Um, and for me, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. If you're going to do mayo, if you like me, I know, I know a guy that's like, just like, severely into mayo like his things his like note to uh the deli guy when he does mayo his like his note is like he's like put me he goes i want extra mayo now look at it and put more mayo because you didn't put enough mayo and then it says and then when you're done with that grab another slather and put more mayo on top of that like that's literally what his notes say
1: that's on a it. He's like, <laughs> That's
0: like, a lot. like he wants <laughs> like mayo Yeah, like he <laughs> wants mayo on mayo, which would would be a which would cause structural integrity issues on yeah. your sandwich, because that thing's just gonna slide right out um of the we bread, have had but- so
1: many conversations about how to properly construct and dress the dress a sandwich, it is stupid
0: all right well good this is this is what i want so let let's talk about that like let's talk about what uh especially since okay and so as i as i kind of alluded jason does own you know obviously does own uh you know part of team fat kid uh food truck in in virginia beach uh and he so he obviously assembles way more sandwiches I would say probably more than Lauren and I, at least on a yep. regular basis. Uh, so I'm, I'm, we'll go with like, le- I'm going to go with you as my expert. I made like 40
2: cheesesteaks yesterday. If that All helps. right.
0: So good. So <laughs> then give me, so give me an, an idea. And I know we've had this conversation on my podcast, but you guys went more with ingredients. I want to talk more about the construction and the layering of the flavors give me some idea and we won't go cheesesteak let's go with the idea of staying in the ham yeah. and cheese world like how are you layering the the meats and the and like the the all the toppings and all that stuff
2: like i have a lot of experience in this obviously um but i also love sandwiches and i make them at Correct. home a lot um right. and specifically of the uh sub variety um so like what i normally like to do is like you know you cut your bread open you got to keep the hinge intact Mm-hmm. All right. Because that's like your diaper side. It kind of keeps things from sliding out the other yep. side. Yep. So I normally go with like my olive oil and vinegar on the bread and I'll usually hit it with some sort of bread seasoning. Um, whether it be like, you know, your Italian seasoning or whatever, whatever you're using that day. Um, then you're I putting
0: no- that before you even put mayo on.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because I, I mix the condiments in layers in between other things because that is like the lubricants of the sandwich yep so if we're going like ham and cheese just for that's all we're gonna do like ham and cheese you know in your your garden so i put like the meat down then i'll give like a squirt of like the mayo i'm a i'm a guy with the squeeze bottles okay Okay. qp is kind of like my thing qp mayo the japanese style. yeah yeah then i'll put the cheese down Um, I'll hit the lettuce and I like to hit the lettuce with a little bit of mustard, kind of dress your salad, like salad dressing. Yeah. I'm with Lauren. Then you hit, uh, your tomatoes down. Also another slidey thing. So then you hit that with the salt and pepper and then your onions, and then you kind of got to give it a whole roll. Do you, when
0: you say you toss, like you toss it, like, are we putting the lettuce in a bowl and tossing I like it just up
2: on this on the sandwich i'm not making i'm not okay. making extra dishes you know okay. i'm that guy also okay. like i'll mix it right on top of the sandwich
0: i got you <laughs> i got you and then uh and then so then so you're doing basically you're dressing ham cheese obviously the you know the condiments in between there then you're putting the lettuce then you're putting tomato and then you're finishing it off with whatever seasoning, maybe like oregano or whatever, mm-hmm. closing it up and rolling it. And and you actually always wrap roll. it as well?
2: Always roll. Yeah, I roll all my sandwiches at home. I've even done um, different ways because I've always been trying to build the the uh, integrity of the actual sandwich. I've built the entire sandwich on saran wrap, rolled that, and then tightened that up into like a tube, like almost like a sausage, and let it sit. Yeah. And then I open that up, and then I put that inside the sandwich, inside the bread, and then close that up, and then wrap it again.
0: Wait, 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 wait.
2: so you, when you're <laughs> wrapping it on Saran Wrap, okay, so like I it, so, ass.
0: so you're actually wrapping the the inter the insides of the sandwich, yes, and then you're you're basically doing opening it up and literally almost like if you were like sous something, and you're like yes. opening it up and then, you know undressing it and putting it, laying it yeah, onto so the. So it's like
2: a log that you put inside yeah. the pogy roll. And then you close the hoagie roll up and then wrap that with your wax paper to get another tight seal and let it, it's got to sit around for a little bit though, too. You know, what's a, what's a sit around? Like, are we talking about like refrigerated sit around? No, or no. get it, it's like on the counter it like on the countertop it top for a little car. bit. Like if it's going to sit in your car on the way home, you know, you pick it up at the sandwich shop, it's got to sit around yeah. for like five minutes, you so know, that five, cheese melt
0: that cheese actually starts getting that room temperature melt. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. that cold. It's got a little bit. Of, yeah, I gotcha. It's,
2: I mean, I, again like i've now how
0: often are you doing this saran wrap technique are you doing this all the time no that was
2: that was just like a one-time test run it worked out really well but i was building an italian that had um uh a friend of mine came over to my house and brought like a charcuterie board and then at the end of the day there was just like all this italian meat so the next day i was like this is happening
0: That hey, that's my thinking. That's how I look at things. <laughs> leftovers. How do I make that into a sandwich?
2: Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah. Wow. Lauren, what are your thoughts on this? You do you follow the same precedents when you make it at home?
1: So I don't do his compression, like his one off, his one off experiment there. It, it was a really neat cross section he had. It almost looked uh almost like a wrap. It was reminiscent of wrap. It was so tight. Um I myself. Uh, not that fancy, but um, I'll usually go down with uh, some oil and vinegar on the bread. I'll do my mayo. I season that mayo. So we're talking one side, we're just building up from the bottom. <clears throat> I'll do uh, layers of uh, meat and cheese kind of intertwined. Yep. And then um, if I'm making more than one, I Hold will on. actually-
0: let me ask you this since you brought it up. I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'll want Lauren to answer first and then Jason when we're talking meat layering of meats we're not talking laying them flat you're talking are you bunch are you doing like little like little hand like little bunches so there's like l- layers or are you just actually like putting it laying it flat on top of each other or how are you assembling in
1: that i throw it in loose uh okay. just kind of uh, because it will get packed in and then cut, you know sometimes you get a little bit more meat and then sometimes yep. a little more cheese um if i'm being super lazy we're talking like white slices yeah. I am probably just going to lay that down flat. I'm just being yep. honest. But if we're yep. talking yep. sub construction here. So, um I'll interchange uh that up. if I'm making more than one sub. I will dress my lettuce in a bowl and basically make what is essentially a slaw and I'm yep. i mix my onion in there. I'm a fan of black olive. I'll throw okay. a black olive in there so it's Olive tip and odd, it's, man. You can't pass on that. Right? But anyway. <laughs> so, but we're talking like the, i find the, the the reason i like the shredded lettuce is because it will act like a matrix it holds on to things and uh you can throw a little bit of mayo in there too if you want a little extra wet um i'm i usually use like a um i, I use a good amount of mayo uh, borderline just not appropriate sometimes on my bread so uh, once the lettuce is dressed, uh, I got more vinegar in there and oil in there cause it holds so well. And mm-hmm. uh, then I'll put uh, the tomatoes are usually put on the other side of the bread for me, which I've already put some vinegar and some mayo down on that. Then I'll season my tomatoes cause I'm usually using sliced tomato. Yep. Um, and then I'll just kind of hinge the sandwich closed on top of the, the lettuce. And I find you want the, the, I've done it multiple ways and it's kind of like a hamburger or a cheeseburger in this sense. I find you want the tomato touching mayonnaise because when the juice of the tomato starts running, it bring, it kind of makes like a sauce for everything. I like a wetter sandwich. I'm not a fan of dry sandwiches. It's the quickest thing to turn me off. I don't mind a cold sandwich. I like toasted sandwiches, but honestly, what I mostly eat mainly because I'm usually traveling with the sandwich is a room temp sandwich. And I find when everything's kind of like warm like room temp warm to slightly cool i enjoy that sandwich more the flavors are more pronounced um but that that's kind of where i I go i don't usually buy like the sub the sub oils and stuff like that at the store because you can make your own in like three seconds so i don't see the reason to pay somebody eight bucks but you know irresponsible amount of mayonnaise and mustard usually hits the it's the bread but i'm fine with that you say the irresponsible amount (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> is there what uh and okay mayo I, I think i know the answer to this but i'm going to ask it anyhow uh mayo preference
1: so i am around here dukes is easier for me to get so i get dukes and i get blue plate those are basically yep. the two yep. i buy yep. almost exclusively i do use qp but i don't i haven't really used it on my my subs uh, mainly because i don't really always keep qp uh i'm not a fan of Kraft or really anything else if, if i've got to i will freaking make some mayo it's not that hard
0: <laughs> wow okay i mean what if, you you? Got,
1: if you got an immersion
2: blender and a little mason jar you got all the ingredients in your house to make mayo <laughs> yep
1: and then it takes like three seconds everyone's like it takes so long no it doesn't hey then you make your mayonnaise
2: <laughs> you throw a little msg in it while uh
1: <laughs> a little sugar too. do i forget they use, they use a little sugar uh, but I like tangy mayo. A mayo that's not tangy isn't worth the time. It just doesn't have. It can't stand up against any of the other ingredients at that. Where place. are we at as a group
2: right now on this uh, Miracle Whip? <laughs> oh, I was
0: just going to ask that question. So it's great that you asked that. I'm not a fan of Miracle Whip. I just I don't. It. I I I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um. I won't do it. Um, it's definitely not something that I want to, that I want to be able to, to do. What about you, Jason? I mean, Jason, you said you're not into it. Lauren, you're Miracle Whip.
1: No, I am not. I tried. So uh, I encountered it once at a grocery store and I couldn't figure out, I thought my sandwich went bad. Like I thought it was just a bad meat. Um, My mom (laughs) had to explain that to me. I uh, I was young. I was like, this doesn't taste right. And then, um, couple years ago i actually went and bought a little jar of miracle whip Did just to see like, what's up yeah just like maybe maybe you know things have changed no they have not changed it makes everything taste like it's gone sour like in a yes. bad way i'm talking like it's just doesn't it? it's sweet
2: has anyone tried it to like make like coleslaw or something like that i it's think like, that's what it is what like, it's d- labeled th- as a salad dress
0: i think that's what it should be
2: used for
0: but i can't I can't do it. I just can't do it. I'd rather no. Well,
2: no. I mean, I, it came about because of the war, right? And there were like there was a shortage on like fresh supplies, like eggs and things yeah. like that. So they created it based out of like oil. Mm-hmm. Like yep. from what I recall.
0: No, I th- I think that's exactly what I've what I've read as well. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of a fan of that. I I usually do like, and it's funny that you got how you said it, like, I will make so I, when I went to get my, I went to get a sub yesterday. I was, I had no intention of it, but after you, you and I, all of us talking about it, I went in and got it. And I'm usually one of those where I don't tend to be the guy who asks for like a lot of specifics. Like I kind of just like, I don't know. I'm just like, I just want to eat something. I'm fine. I'll just, here's what I want. I want it on white. Give me, you know, mayo but this person had no desire to make my sandwich. Um, and it didn't help because I started asking for things. So then I asked her for, I go, Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you put the lettuce and the tomato, chop the tomatoes up into, into fours, throw them into a, uh, like a bag or into like a little bowl or something and just toss it with the oil into vinegar or like the sub sauce. And she did that. And she was like, Oh, I'll do that. She like literally grabbed like, and almost, she basically put a whole whole salad in on my on my sandwich. But she put so much dressing and everything in it. She's like, "Damn you for ever wanting ever to order this," You'll because my sandwich it. was so soggy. When I by the time she put it on there, like, and I'm only like a five minute drive. By the time I got home, I literally had to grab all the all the salad <laughs> all the lettuce stuff. I had to like literally peel it off because I'm like, this thing's not going to hold up. It's like going to be a, just a soggy wet mess. Um and I was Being like frequent I'm that like, place often. I do because it's a it is a it's it's Publix where it's always a pleasure. Um and uh and it was not a pleasure when I did it, but I also Whoa. was like, but I I was kind of like I just wanted like I don't know I was like well serves me right for asking like the one time usually I'm just like you know just add the sh- you know the shreddis and do mm. this and whatever add some salt and pepper oregano on top and then and call it a day like I try to make it as simple as possible um just because i'm like i'm not expecting much and i wanted it i don't know i'm also cognitive of people's time behind me so but yeah when i got home my my, my wife was like what happened to your sub it's like i mean the whole bag had like gone had like and i was like i was like she literally grabbed like almost like a full bag of salad and just was like here's your salad toss with like everything on it i mean it
1: was just horrible well and to your point okay so uh, Publix was one of the best places I could get subs in Alabama, where I yep. was, and they make. I think their subs come across solid because you can construct them as they're pulling the items, and you can yep. literally make your own layers the way you yep. want them to. Because they used to, they used to. I ordered enough that they knew basically what I was going to do, um, but they always asked me, you know, "Did you want any pickles or so?" I, I hate pickles, man, on subs. They, really. Yes, really. Because After you're
2: sitting there talking about like the vinegar and like your oh you want
1: the specific it, pickle. Yeah, yeah. He wants I, the I, more those, cucumbery like that. yeah, those those green those green highlighted pickles. Uh, where are you at with good. I don't I'll never heat them, it, man. They're, they're, they're crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well the thing is is you don't always know the quality of the pickle that they're gonna give unless you're looking at it and like they're again they closens next. Clausens are okay. But I, I'm a fresh pickle kind of guy. I like that lacto-fermented. You like, like, you I you like coming
2: a, out of like the five-gallon bucket?
1: Yeah. I got you. Okay. so Because <laughs> I like that freshness. But the, again, I like the vinegar, but I like the vinegar flavors because usually it's like red wine vinegar and stuff like that, right? So a pickle will – when you start stacking that flavor palette on it, it's not always the best. And you're looking at a guy who like – I just made chicken salad the other day. I used your hot sauce and some horseradish and um, some jalapeno to you get put the hot sauce and the horseradish on there. Yes, I did. Different layers, oh, different layers. Cause the whole thing is, is it hits differently in the mouth. Like your, yours hits late. Uh, horseradish kind of hits up in the, the nostril area. So like I'll mix and match my heat how I want it. So when you do a pickle and you get like that brininess and stuff, and sometimes they will just put an, extraordinary amount of pickle juice on top of everything and then it's just like it's fighting flavors so i usually just nix the pickle i usually don't even put them on my hamburgers all the time that's how i am
2: Look, man, i mean
1: you, it's your sandwich make it how you want it but, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly sometimes they're sometimes those pickles aren't any crunchy they're just mushy and it's yeah, nice i hate that that i can agree with <laughs>
0: No, I, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Jason, you had brought up, you wanted to talk about a topic of, is it a sandwich?
2: Yes. Okay. So we have this conversation a lot on the food truck um, just because we're making sandwiches. And so like uh, we're the hot dog, not being a sandwich. Okay. is where we're going to start this whole conversation at the hot dog, not being a sandwich. But then we were like, but you know, I know you don't like to get into the topic of, well, then that makes a hoagie not a sandwich because they're both hinged platforms. Okay. But then who, like, wait,
0: who doesn't think a hoagie is a sandwich?
2: We uh, were just, we're the definition of a oh, sandwich. Oh, you guys, you guys, de- you guys. We, we analyze it by the definition of a sandwich being like meat between two slices of bread. So a cheesesteak is not a sandwich? That's what we're saying because if you qualify a hoagie, a hot dog is not a sandwich because it's hinged. And on a roll, Well, that's not the reason why I would not call it a sandwich. Well, but, would? You, but by definition, a hot dog would not be a sandwich because it's not between two slices. Well,
0: a by one. a definition, a hot dog is a hot dog, whether it's on a <laughs> bun or not on a bun. Uh, if I wanted well, a hot dog, if I wanted a hot dog as a sandwich, I would just make myself a bologna sandwich, uh, because that's literally the same thing, but just sliced in a larger form. But I consider hot to dog. Eat. Like a hot dog <laughs> is a hot dog. I mean, like well, you eat a, like a hot dog without a bun is still considered a hot dog. What's the point? But a corn dog American would not dog.
2: be a sandwich, correct? Correct. But if we cut the corn dog open and put condiments inside, is it now a hot dog? Is it now a sandwich? No. No. It's still bread. It's No, oh, cuz you're talking about the breading.
0: Yeah, if you cut it open, like, it hinged Sementics. it. I mean, that's, like, me saying to you and going into the conversation of, is, like, well, then I guess something uh wet and whatever, like, uh, s- cereal is soup, then. I mean, or soup. Cold soup, gazpacho. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that. So, like, I don't, you don't think You like your that sweet gazpacho? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. I like cereal, and I like a cold. Like, I'll eat a cold soup. But, like, no, I do think a cheesesteak is considered a sandwich. I agree. Uh, you know, I'm just playing you know. devil's advocate. Oh, okay. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. No, no, I gotcha. Because they
2: argue about like the actual definition of a sandwich, and then like, well oh, shit, that means a hoagie's not a sandwich because it's not between two slices of
1: bread. So, but the thing <laughs> Okay. So I believe from a you you can look at it as hot dogs, which again are just an American taco. A um <laughs> a taco, a wrap, all those are subcategory sandwiches. In my head. You're making it, you're, because you're enclosing it. In my head, you're you're enclosing it. What is not a sandwich is a freaking open-faced sandwich. There is no holding there. There is, there's not a way to hold the item. It is not enclosed. It is literally something you're eating with a fork and knife.
2: Like so, a, um, yeah, like, a It's just,
1: I'm, it's not a sandwich. And that sandwich that I showed you the other day with the, um, Yes. The donuts. That was yeah. not a sandwich because you couldn't hold it. Had it been smaller, I would have been okay with it. But anything smaller. you can enclose and you can hold. What was it called? Like a, Monte, it is it called
2: it like a Monte Cristo or something?
1: Metro, Metro Cristo, I think is what it they was were like, It that. was like, it was
2: like basically a Monte Cristo between two donuts.
1: Yeah. And it was horribly executed. All right. So. The sandwich in question was two jelly donuts that they battered and deep fried, which right there was the problem because they made those donuts super hard and the texture was off. But they built a sandwich that had ham, turkey, cheese, bacon. It it was a big sandwich. And the problem is you couldn't hold it and actually eat it anymore because it was literally about this big on me. So even when I pressed down, it wasn't compressing. So I ended up having to go with fork and knife. The moment you start using a fork and knife on a sandwich, we have left sandwich territory. I do not care what you say. Just because the bread is there, it doesn't exist. It's got to be portable. You got to hold it. So I'm willing to accept wraps. Um, it gets kind of weird because then you're sitting there going, egg rolls and sushi are sandwiches. Yes, they are. But Burritos. they're portable. You can hold them. Burritos are a sandwich. They're just a subcategory, right? We're, we're getting farther and farther away from what we think as a true sandwich, which is two slices of bread. But when you cut your subs, you leave a hinge. You left that hinge. It's just two pieces of bread at that point. Just happened to be connected by some skin. As long as it's portable, holdable, and edible, I call it good.
0: All right. So I'm going to, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, and, and, and I have my own theory on this whole thing, but I'm kind of curious. So is, so pizza sandwich <laughs> <laughs> based on your uh, definition. I mean, that so sounds like exactly what you bread. just said to me.
1: It is bread. It, it is it, red it, it's, and it's a, it meat is and a, sauce. Is, I would call it a sandwich. It's portable. You can hold wow. it. I'm not eating it with a fork and knife. I wow. oh, Look, I'm thinking in the broadest. I know. No, shirt. I. I know you're it's giving it as home. a very. I'm going to go with
0: a very flexible-minded theory on the sandwich. <laughs> I'm it's definitely. If, I mean, I consider though. I consider all those things that you said handheld friends. Like those are all <laughs> handheld friends. They all hang out together. But a sandwich is a sandwich and a hot dog, a pizza, a taco. All those things are when someone says to me, because I get asked this a lot. They're like, well, taco is a sandwich. And I said, oh, yeah, then what do you call a torta? Because a torta is a Mexican sandwich. I was like, or they're like, oh, a quesadilla. I was like, no. I was like, but I also don't consider a wrap to be a sandwich. I consider that to be just like a cold burrito um, is what I consider. <laughs> I don't consider a wrap to be a sandwich. But I understand where you're coming from. To me, they're all handheld. Uh, Which I totally uh, with a euro. See, like I, I think a euro is kind of like a Greek taco. Okay,
2: right? Oh yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can get get behind that. Like, (laughs) which
1: to me is a sandwich. So we're good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, mean, don't get me wrong, I eat all handheld foods. I love all handheld foods. I just would never. I, I think for me, a lot of it also kind of hinges when people start asking me questions like that. I start going to them. So if you ask me, because a lot of people would be like, "Well," you know, is a hot dog a sandwich? And I'd be like, so have you ever told someone, man, I could really go for a sandwich, and then they give you two hot dogs? Would you say to yourself, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, no, you don't, you (laughs) never do that. Like, there's no, like, I've never said, man, I could really go for a good sandwich. And then someone just says, oh, I got tacos. I mean, I'll eat them because I freaking
1: love tacos, (laughs) but but I'm not going to. For me, though, it's just a subcategory. That's all it is. If you say sandwich, most people are sitting there going, yeah, but if they're like, uh, I'm thinking hot dog. I want a hot dog. I want a specific hot dog sandwich. Man, I kind of <clears> always <throat> want a hot dog. It's a American, lot like tacos. Taco. Yeah, Amer-
0: American taco. Yeah, American taco. I do really like that. I do like the name of American tacos. I'm gonna tell a friend of mine about that because he um he has a, a hot dog company and they're uh and so they're called Cholo Dogs and they're Mexican mexican style um they call them weens is what they call them and i'm just gonna call them like they're i'm just gonna call them american They hot do dogs. like a sonora like where they have like
2: the beans in their bacon no no
0: beans that. in theirs at least that what i've seen no beans yet on one but, but i really feel like
2: you would have a great idea there for like a hot dog stand called the american taco
1: and it would really confuse the shit oh out yeah of you.
0: for sure <laughs> but for it'd be sure great
1: it would. for sure it <laughs> You, you got to look at what the food's trying to accomplish, which is the portability, yeah. right? Like the, the everybody's like, oh, the Earl sandwich thing, which is like the most Western and white thing to think about as far as how sandwiches involved. Yeah. But sure, we can go that route. So uh, the Earl sandwich, it was for portability. Two slices of bread, some meat in between. He was eating it. And then so I'm sitting there looking at it. Well, got... yeah, he, he was playing cards. Supposedly he was playing cards.
0: I also read something that there... That he was actually like just a politician hard-working guy and they basically used that as saying that he was a gambler as a thing but either way he did it for portability i mean that's, that's exactly the reason why he did it and and so you know which is great
1: but so you know like why why die in your hills if yes. you're sitting there the the first category you're looking at is i need a portable food you hit sandwich sandwich encompasses everybody else's item in that in my mindset and it includes the slice of pizza because if you fold that pizza over and you baked it that way, what do you have? Calzone. Isn't it like so, the Sicilian,
2: the Sicilian pizza that has like the dough on top and bottom?
1: No, uh, I don't know.
2: I don't think the Sicilian has the dough on the top and the bottom. Or is that just a stuffed pizza? That like might a pizza? be a stuffed
0: pizza. So is, does J- Jason, do you follow Lauren's uh theory <laughs> of his uh his I would call it his sandwich uh universe would be anything <laughs>
2: handheld. <laughs> Is, is sandwich a sandwich in I, his no. world in his universe? No, I, I I don't back that. Um, okay,
0: I, I, and it's I'm okay. You, like, I mean, on
2: the the I don't know if I would say a wrap is a cold burrito, uh, <laughs> but but I mean a wrap is a wrap. A sandwich is a sandwich. Yeah, I mean I like them both equally. You know, I'll, I'll eat a wrap. I'll eat a sandwich. I think I lean more towards the sandwich. Yeah, I'm a bread guy. So you know? wait, so wait a second. So being that
0: your so at the end of the day, like a majority of the guys on the truck, do they consider then like a Philly cheesesteak? I'm assuming oh, 100% they, it's, it's a sandwich. A sandwich. Okay. Yeah, i just making sandwich. sure. Because just- I could see some people being that like really going down to the letter of the law. And I do agree with you. I a trencher is a trencher or a, or a uh, open face sandwich is not a sandwich. Um, that's not the. I premise think we should go it. back to calling them trenchers, though. I do like the name <laughs> oh, of calling them yeah. trenchers. Yeah, and that's really what it but was. You want to
1: eat the bread in that case? Well, you wouldn't eat the bread in that case. Well,
0: technically, the idea of the trencher was that it was the fact that the bread was used to be able to hold up and kind of like absorb some of the gravy and the juices of the meat that's being put on top. That was the idea of the bread. It was like yesterday's bread, right? Yeah. So it was basically allowed allow you to do it that way, but you would eat it with a fork and knife. That's why I'm like. Well then, that's not really like a sandwich. Like, how would I eat that? So yeah, when people tell me like, "Oh, hot brown, hot brown," I was like, uh, "I'm, I'm like, yeah, no." I was like, "I, I just consider. I mean, I'll eat it, but uh, no, not, not a, not a sandwich." Yeah,
2: exactly. I'm, I'm definitely like on the more you know things with bread, yeah, or sandwiches. You know, uh, that are portable again i'm not on like the pizza is not a sandwich lauren unfortunately uh <laughs> i don't you don't go you don't go to like your local sandwich shop and get well i guess a lot of places you now could you can. go to your local sandwich shop and get pizza <laughs> now you
1: can I'm i gonna feel say like one of the places i get my subs from yeah.
2: is sells pizza going back to like the earlier question biggie when you were asking about like laying meat flat uh, when you're building the yeah. sandwich when when we're building hoagies, we we lay the meat flat because we're trying to accomplish that that roll and wrap kind of look, you know, for structural integrity. But like I'm if I'm on the the white slice, yeah you know, I'm just making like yeah. a, a like a lunch sandwich. Yeah, I like to like you know ball it up a little bit, fluff it up and give it some height. Yeah. Like, you know, so I might use like, you know, four or five pieces, you know, on a little slice of white bread, just like using like the four corners, you know, in the middle. And to give like the, some texture to the meat. Yeah. So it's like, not just like a flat bite. Nope. I agree.
0: No, I, that's, and that's why I was asking that question. Cause I've seen some people use a technique where they roll the meat they'll actually like roll it up and put it. So it's almost I've like done well, that for clubs. Yeah. So it actually creates kind of like a layer. And I, under, I totally understand why you would do that with like sliced bread on, on why you would want to do that. Cause it does, it creates those, you know, and I do like the idea, especially like depending on the certain meats, I do exactly what you guys do when it comes to like adding a layer of like condiment or something, some kind of sauce or something, especially if it's like a, like a drier meat, like a Turkey putting something in between the layers um it kind of just helped with like the whole chewing and and everything like that um so i totally get all that now we talked about one other topic that i kind of wanted to make sure we brought up um on it and that was the idea of and i know we used examples of like our parents like cooking and stuff like that but what is it about um you know and i've heard the joke and i've heard like the story like I've, i've heard the joke about like you know like when they say in the you know back in the day like the the like the the horrible way of guy 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 telling someone like woman go get make me a sandwich you know like that thing like you know shut up and make me a sandwich well guess what like what what is it about and i actually wrote like a blog post about it long ago and i'm, pr- I'm gonna have to bring it back because i i as much as i i totally think obviously that's a horrible thing to say but i will say that why what is it about someone else making you a sandwich tastes better than when you make it like what is it about that have you guys thought of, like, what What do you think it is that causes that?
2: I don't know. Like, maybe it's the fact that you're being catered to, perhaps. Um, I don't know, man. Like, but you're 100% accurate on that. Like, when someone else makes something for you, like, if you go to a restaurant and you, you know, order your sandwich, like, we're using an Italian for instance. Okay. And then you go home and you have all the same ingredients and you make it yourself. It's just not the same. There's like, like, I, I don't want to say it's minute, but it's like a small factor that is, it's just not like when you recreate a recipe from anything and then you go home, like my mom used to make, or she, I mean, she still does. Uh, it's like a angel hair pasta with just uh, chopped up chicken breast that she browns in the pan olive oil, Parmesan cheese, and green onions, you know, it's delicious. It's very simple. You know, she had four kids, you know what I mean? Like this is quick and easy. <laughs> it's simple. I make it a lot, but mine is never as good as hers. Like as when I was growing up, like I've never, I don't, it doesn't taste the same to me.
1: So I actually, I think we we did approach this in the, the chat before yeah. we decided we were going to turn the text off and just do this. Um, by the way, I was just thinking we were having a great conversation about sandwiches. But anyway, ah. <laughs> um, which is not an abnormal conversation for Jason and me to have. But um, well,
0: I, we just I hope to be part of that moment. conversation continuing because I loved it.
1: <laughs> we will, we so, will keep you in the loop, sir. For sure. I think, I think uh, from a why can't I make it as well as my mother perspective, that's rose-colored glasses. Okay, you are remembering a good moment and you can't recapture the lightning in the bottle for you because you're remembering things that may have not been as good as you think. Like there's been times, like I remember, like my mom used to make some really good uh, rice and gravy, but I remember several times where the rice just was either overcooked or undercooked. Shut up, dude. You're, you're going to talk-, you- <laughs> <laughs> talk about mom's cooking
2: but- in a negative way and
1: the rice was undercooked. i well Tell you. <laughs> but but, but, it, but that's the thing that happens, right? So we choose those memories and we elevate them and we can't hit those because of expectation. But in a sub shop or anywhere else, we talk about desensitization. You don't eat bacon nearly as much as probably me or Biggie do. And I don't eat bacon that often, but it's because you're around it. When I was working for the bakery, nothing, nothing on the, it was just product. I didn't care about it. But because I smelt it all the time, people would come in and go, oh, it smells so good in here. So when you walk into the, when you walk into the sandwich shop, you smell all that. You're like, man, it smells delicious. The person on the other side of the counter is like, smell what? Right. So if you're making it kind of like um, when I'm cooking red beans and rice, I'm doing that all day. I'm smelling it. I'm tasting it, trying to balance the flavors out. By the time it comes to eat it, I kind of really don't want it. Right. So, the yep. expectation has been shot, but when you aren't smelling it, you've built up expectation that this is going to be great. So, you sit down and you eat it, either is or it isn't. And so, you get hit with it. You didn't have to saturate yourself in it. I deal with that with alarms. I don't get excited about alarms. You just see the people who hear them and, they're like, oh my God, what do we do? It's like, we're just going to go fix this problem. You'd get it with bacon and hamburgers and Philly cheesesteaks. Biggie probably gets it with literally talking about anything food related at this point <laughs> but i will tell you i will i will call out one thing because if you are desensitized to it i want to wake you up to this one biggie your cubano shirt is freaking clean as shit Thanks. i'm sorry <laughs> if you had to bleep that out but it is awesome um that's going to be the next shirt I, i'm buying i love it i love, I love that it french dip so that i was looking at it like it is so clean
0: so so <laughs> i do agree i think and and i kind of want to go I think I want to add to that. Cause I totally think what you guys said is true. The fact that when you're in it and you're making it and all those other things. And I think I even brought it up to you, Jason is the fact that like you get to a point where you just know what the flavor tastes like. And the only time like after making so many cheesesteaks and all that stuff, if you were to taste it and it was off, you would know it'd be off because you're so used to tasting it. Like it's like, whatever, it's almost the same thought process. I think where and I don't know why, but like, If you ever if you ever go somewhere that you used to go with your family to eat at, it brings you back. And even though the food may not be great, because I've been to a few places that have been open forever and everyone's like, oh, my God, the food is so good. But they also tell me I remember eating there as a little kid with my with my dad or I remember going there. And so what it is, I think it's the nostalgia part. Like you said, the rose colored glasses and then also the fact that if you do make something at home, you you it's exactly how it is that's the reason why people like i used to work when i used to do i did ice cream for a little bit uh when i was a kid and i didn't like ice I, ice cream didn't do anything for me for a while now I obviously can eat ice cream but like but when you were so desensitized from it from constantly because your salivary glands are tasting it as you're cooking it and you're seeing it and all the smells are coming in all those things. By the time you finish making it a lot of times, that's why sometimes I get frustrated when I do take all this time to make like these nicely prepared meals. And by the time we get it, I'm like, Oh, I spent all this time making it and it tastes so good. It looks so so good. Then I don't feel like eating it anymore because I've already smelled it all this time. It's like kind of how it was when we used to do, um, I'm Cuban. And when we do roasted pig, noche buena my uncle every time he would make it like he didn't want to eat he's like yeah i'll cut it for you like i he didn't want to eat it because he had been making it for 12 hours and smelling Uh it and doing all that and after a while he's just like uh yeah i'll cut it for you i guess i'll have some but it wasn't anything for him so it's amazing how that how that plays a factor but i do think the idea of the rose-colored glasses like the nostalgia the fact that it's
2: that all the sensory um, organs together all like those things together. the memories
0: all those things of like how the smells and all those things that come up i mean granted it doesn't take away from like someone if you were to go somewhere and they made you a, a salad and it's on a cold plate and and you're like wow this salad tastes amazing or this sandwich tastes amazing uh and you making it, it, it you why did not I, I put it, my plate in the fridge at home yeah yeah i always <laughs> yeah. say i'll say that I'm like, why don't we do that why aren't, why don't, where's our metal plates? Why don't we have a metal plate for the salad <laughs> to keep it cold? You know, I'm like things like that. And it sometimes it could just be that, or it could be the idea. Like you said, the, the fact that the onions have been cut already and prepared and it's been sweating this whole time. Like all those things play factors in, into all those things when you're making it. But I will say to, to kind of like wrap it all up together, the fact of the, it, and it, from what it sounds like, it sounds like one, I'd be curious to hear if anyone who's listening to this and listened through this, I would love to know. And when I put it on social and I'll share, I'd love to know what your go-to sandwich is when you actually when you go to a sa- a new sandwich shop. Uh, you know, there's got. Do you have a go-to that you do? Do you do a ham and cheese? Do you do an Italian? Do you do what like I do, which is like you know, kind of like roast beef, turkey, and ham? What What is your go-to when you do it? Um, so that like, do you have like a certain litmus test or a litmus sandwich that you have? Um, that's the first one. And two, now that you've heard this and knowing the fact that I'm very impressed with the fact that the two of you, uh, wrap your sandwiches, I wrap, I wrap my sandwich, but when I wrap it, I usually, I'm never really using too many like hoagie rolls. I usually have like sliced bread and now I'm trying to be a little better. So it's like keto, keto, like reduced carb bread. Yeah. So you're going keto.
2: Is that what? No, no, no.
0: I just try to like. Obviously, like we try to figure out, you know you try to find ways of how to, you can cut corners on some things in you're eating. So, like we'll do more of like instead of buying like regular pasta, we'll buy like, you know, like my wife will buy chickpea pasta or I'll use some cauliflower rice. Like I try to find ways of kind of changing my my eating habits. And like obviously, i I like to consume sandwiches. So I don't consume it like I and if I do, I don't. I feel a little less guilty if I buy like a like a low carb keto bread or like a low carb type uh, tortilla for like tacos or whatever. Do
2: you find I mean, like the textures are weird or
0: different? Uh, or yeah, the bread. What I what I figured out the way I can kind of uh, kind of trick the bread is I toast the bread. And then like, and then you obviously add your condiments and all that stuff. And when you do that, then it's just kind of like what it is. Um, I, I I don't get me wrong. I still eat out and go. I'll still go and eat out. But if I'm at home and I need like a quick, because a lot of times what happens is I'll just do a quick sandwich. So like, if someone were to watch me make a quick sandwich, they'd be like, "Dude, really? Like, you're you're a sandwich guy? Like, what are you doing?" And a lot of it's just like, I'm not doing. I'm like literally just like. Adding mayo, throwing like I'm in a meeting, so I have, like five minutes. So I'm like throwing yeah. some deli meat, throw some cheese, add some seasoning, mayo on the bread. To, you know, make yeah. sure the bread's toasted. You know, grab it, just walk away with it. And I do wrap it, but I usually wrap it with like like a with a paper towel. I do like I wrap all my sandwiches in paper towels. Even like when I make my kid a sandwich, I'll wrap it in a paper towel and then put it in a ziploc bag. So like for two reasons, I don't know why. One, so like I feel like. There's no like the air. So it doesn't, the bread doesn't get like hardened up a little, you know, sometimes that happens. I also tell people it's also because that way you have a napkin. So like if you, if you need it, you can then wipe yourself, uh, you know, with it. Cause my kid usually, I usually would make her like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that. So, and before I kind of digress, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when, and I know obviously peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are consumed quickly, but how do you guys can make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich?
2: Uh, I'm quick, easy, white bread, not toasted. I like the, I like it stuck to the roof of my yep, mouth. So yep. white bread, peanut butter, both sides, jelly in the middle, usually grape for me. Close it
1: up and I'm good to go. Lord. So uh, almost exclusively grape jelly. Uh, I don't care if it's toasted or not. Uh, that's not a qualifier. But when I make my peanut butter, I put peanut butter on both sides of my bread. Yeah. And when I put the jelly in, I actually stir it into the peanut butter so it doesn't shoot out wow. it gets trapped i like it so it's it's flavored and uh, it doesn't have to be like homogenous it just needs to be yeah, trapped yeah, by yeah. the peanut butter so it doesn't just go somewhere but that's how i do my peanut butter sandwiches. Oh,
0: i like that i like that that's a that's actually really good and i i'm the same way peanut butter both breads it doesn't make it as soggy uh it helps it holds the the soggy factor um, unless you're going to consume it quickly, then, you know, obviously then you can do it. I do like strawberry over grape. I usually do like a strawberry, like a preserve or a jam or whatever.
2: Um, if we have, have it. you seen, have you seen the seedless strawberry jam? No, it that, that is some good stuff there. I don't know who makes it. I have to, I'll have to go look. I'll text it to you. It's in my fridge right now. So there's no seeds. So it's smooth like jelly really great. i see that's the one thing i don't like about the strawberry jam is like it's always kind of like a, a little gritty yeah, yeah but they make a seedless one now and i was like i got to check that out and it's
1: it's pretty awesome you might want so to
0: about...
1: so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while we're talking about it right so i'll do thick peanut butter on one slice a thin smear on the other slice because most of the peanut butter is being yep. held and that's where i store my jelly in uh, the other side is just to keep it from getting soggy but we've all said something that i don't actually encounter often when i'm talking to i don't want to say like non-sandwich people it just makes it sound weird but like i season my sandwiches biggie you said you season yours i know jason seasoned his so i think that's where a lot of things fall down like that's why i'm not a big fan of roast beef sandwiches a lot because the roast beef lacks like a salt like it, it lacks like a punch of its own ham tends to just be salty and i like a salty sandwich uh, but you hit up
2: the butter. Adding butter to your oh, sandwich.
1: Yeah, I do. I do put butter. I do put over butter, butter, butter and mayo or butter, butter and mayo. Okay. God, that sounds so bad. Do you do butter but like, on one like a...
0: bread, mayo on the other, or butter, butter, mayo, mayo? This is the question we need. Really? <laughs> and you're not grilling it. We're not talking to you like you're grilling it.
1: No. Really? I forgot about. That. Is it salted yeah, butter it. or
0: unsalted? It's salted butter.
1: It's salted butter for you because you,
0: I already know because you said you like that's the reason why (laughs) the ham and all that other stuff. You like the salt.
1: Yeah. So, and it sounds like I've got a really salty sandwich, but I promise you guys it's not nearly as salty as it it comes across being right. Because you're you're talking about just layers and you got to balance it out. But at home I do put, I forgot about that because I'm thinking like Publix when we were talking about building sandwiches and stuff like that, but I do put butter. Um, Piggy, how Sometimes.
2: mad would she have been if you were like throw some throw some
0: butter on there? Piggy hey, hey, got <laughs> some butter in there. Dude, if you would have seen the amount, because you know how like mayo, mayo is a strong, mayo is strong. Like you don't really need as much mayo. That woman, I mean, I swear to God, I, I should have videotaped it because she squirted. It. it was almost like I had like told her, like I had told her that I want the death of her family, because she just held on and just like <laughs> Just like squeezing mayo Like mustard everywhere And I was like oh that's the spicy stuff And then I was like can you put Um, can, And then when I said can you put it in like a little bag Or a little something and toss it Because I want the lettuce the lettuce to hold All the dressing She's like you want the sub sauce And she's like yeah And she's like Whoosh. And like just like literally like it was like under a faucet And I was like wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I mean I, I swear I, I swear to god When she when she literally, like, under, it looked like a waterfall coming down from the bag onto my sandwich, I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, I should have just asked her for a whole bread, another bread or something. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this is not going to be good. Biggie's like, hurry up and check me out. I'm on a timer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to eat it in the parking lot. Running, there's just a trail. I was like, I was like, quick, quick. I need to take, I need to salvage this. This, I'm not going to be able to eat this whole sub. I'm like, I'm either going to have to eat the whole thing right now or I'm going to just have to like do some scooping. And I like, literally, started scooping all the off. This is
2: now two sandwiches. We're in this is an emergency. This one sandwich is now becoming two. I gotta, I gotta separate. I have a a feeling
0: because I still have a hoagie roll left. I have a feeling I'm going to end up taking all the meat from it and putting it onto another sandwich so that it actually holds because I don't think I uh the leftover sandwich is going to work.
2: There's a there's a deli here, a delicatessen I should say. They uh like they make like the sandwich like you know, it's like a foot tall. And you go there, you order, you know, a sandwich like a Reuben, and then you eat like you try to go through half of it. And then you go home with the other half and make like three more sandwiches. Like me and my wife have done that several times. We'll split one there and then we'll take the other half home. Like you do it for lunch and then for dinner. Hey, we're just going to split this one into two more sandwiches. (laughs) Like
1: We're good to go. Well, like Biggie should have gone home and his wife like, oh, you got yourself a sandwich? And you should have been like, yeah, and I got you a salad. (laughs) That sounds like he's about to get in a fight. Yeah. But no, so like, and just go back to the butter thing because I don't know. the I more I know more about this the more complicated and full the, construction from sandwich. beginning, where does the butter go? So I'll often butter sandwiches that are simpler than what we just described. The more complicated the sandwich, the less I feel the butter uh, has a lot to contribute. but like there's days where like or nights for different reasons, I'll be home and like, you know, you open up that fridge, you're in the dark and you're staring at like that. Inner core of your refrigerator, trying to figure out how to make a sandwich as you listen to the hum of your life. But anyway, so you, if it's like just meat and bread, for instance, even if I don't have cheese, I'm gonna put butter down. And the less there is of going in the middle, the more butter I'm putting because um it just works. On the, meat, on butter, the bread, on the bread or on, on the meat? On the bread. Okay. The butter is the first thing that goes down. So you just have when you, you put have like
2: room temperature breadable butter all the time
1: yeah except for right now it's kind of cool so the bread the butter is a little harder but yeah i mean you i you go using through like a butter, butter so keep...
2: or something like how, you, yeah
1: yeah just the old old school butter cover it up because i mean i'm eating it fast enough i cook with it so it doesn't. Yeah,
2: i mean i got i got a butter I mean... bell that says keep calming add butter <laughs> i had yeah, and...
0: i have a taco truck it's like it looks like a little taco truck Oh yeah I've, I've seen like, that one one of my friends got me that one and so we have that and after that i was like how have i been living without room temperature butter I'm like, it's so great. Yeah. Everything.
1: Right. And it's usually when I'm making my sandwich, it is literally right there. So um, if it's a simple sandwich, butter's going down. And then it's going to be mayonnaise and butter uh, always first, butter on the bread, then mayo. Butter's always first. Butter is the first thing. And then uh, everything else is built up from it. Um, And those are for like a lot of the simpler sandwiches, uh, depending on what type of meat I've got. Cause you know, like, and I actually like it on like, it works well with like things like liverwurst or um wow. like hogshead cheese or something like that. It really does. And I mean, that that's something
2: normal people just have chilling in their yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say
0: yeah. Hold on, I got hold on, Let me uh,
1: pull that out. <laughs> well, like when Biggie, Biggie was talking about like you know oh, I don't always have three meats, but if I do, they're this, this, and this. Like those aren't my three. <laughs> <laughs> We got the liverwurst we
2: got the ham and we got the <laughs> hogshead cheese
0: <laughs> so i'm gonna so before we end this we end this call what is yours since obviously we are um i'm gonna say like what's your like go-to breakfast we'll do like a quick what's a go-to quick breakfast sandwich that you guys usually uh will do in the in, in the morning
2: me spam eggs White toast, mayo. Mayo, I think mayo is the breakfast condiment. American cheese, the breakfast cheese.
0: Yeah.
1: That's it. Uh, I don't eat breakfast, but if I do, and I'm cooking it at home, um, it is often because I do have spam. It's basically a spam sandwich. I don't usually put eggs on it. Yeah, you're, uh, you're just because up, of eggs. Man. Well, eggs, eggs, and meat, we don't I mean, get, I get along. it. They're yeah. expensive right now, so... but they weren't always. <laughs> 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 no. <it> was... <laughs> it's more like i don't want to be sick later so um i usually just do uh spam and cheese with some mayo and some mustard okay what about but, you I mean it, it
0: depends uh I, and it's funny because lauren i'm the same way i don't really digest egg too well but i'll make myself a fried egg uh, a fried egg sandwich and usually when i fry it i'll grab like the everything bagel seasoning and i'll put it on top with all my seasonings and i'll do like i'll grab the deli meat whatever deli meat i have if i unless we have like canadian bacon or taylor ham pork roll or whatever like that i'll throw those on there. turkey roast
2: beef with a yeah, yeah something
0: like that <laughs> i got throw i'll throw all that stuff on there like i'll throw all that stuff on there and then whatever bread good bread we have if we have any bread or a bagel or whatever i'll just like toast it and then i'll put a i usually will do cream cheese so i don't do mayo i'll since it's oh, breakfast i'll do cream yeah, cheese my wife as does my that. as my condiment of of choice for the breakfast i'll do that and then i'll assemble my sandwich and um I've not
1: tried the cream cheese. So I'd have to I'll have to try The that, other cheese, cream cheese and bacon, so dude. Check that uh, yeah. out. That's the other thing word.
0: that I do for go to is I love making um on the weekends, I like making egg in a hole uh or bird in a nest. And then what I do is I make sure that the eggs, the yolky part is on the inside so that way you're able to okay. hold on to it. So when you push down and the all the you get all yeah. that yolk gets all like in the mix with everything else rather than the outside. Um I really like doing that and I think I've told you guys before. I like doing that with a bagel. Um cuz I've never seen it before and I make the hole in the bagel hole a little bit bigger and okay. then I cook it and then I crack the egg inside there. So that way when you're eating it you got like you still got everything on there but then everything drips in and kind of does that um you know huh. kind of mix i'm, gonna, say, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna steal that one i'm gonna try that one okay yeah definitely try it either way of those i mean you can't go wrong you make two egg in holes uh put some cheese in hand you know cheese and then put all your stuff in it and then just eat it i mean it's just it's just something good it's messy but good
1: yeah i was gonna say structurally i no. feel like it's structurally flawed, it's very yeah.
0: the bagel one <laughs> the reason i like the bagel one is because i don't make the hole that big that much bigger so I just make it big enough so it holds. But then you have most of the egg is still on. It's basically cooked on top of the bagel is what it's cooking in. Uh, so, so then you're only using a little bit. I'm, I don't make the hole so massive because it literally will cook on top of the bagel.
2: I do know what he was saying. I think what Lauren was saying is like. I think once you add an egg to any sandwich, structural integrity went out the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I agree.
0: I agree. It's it's a it's a slippery slope there, or a slippery uh slippery egg, uh when you get to that point. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. I don't know, man. I I I literally love. I pretty much will try to make anything into a sandwich. Uh, it seems sounds like you guys do the same thing. Like when you were talking about your Monte Cristo one, um, all I thought about was like, dude, why would you do that? I would have just grabbed that that donut. I would have sliced it like a like a bun, Used the jelly filling, made your assembled your sandwich and then used it that way um, or even flipped it. Like a lot of times when I make when people make like sandwiches with like I had I've had hot chicken um, glazed donut sandwich sandwiches like that's the way you do it. You kind of do a little quick toast, but then you flip it on the instant, You flip yeah, it so it doesn't yeah. look as pretty for the picture, Yeah, but you don't have a sticky and then all that sugar yeah. is falling onto the hot chicken as you eat it yeah and i also and use one told. i only use one donut so right. that way you slice it like a bagel and you flip it inside out yeah. rather than the two because then you don't have that there's too much slippage and and whatever with that
1: i could it's not my normal sandwich like it wasn't my of thing course. i was stepping way out of my territory yeah. but like um i saw it and i was like that's interesting But the execution was just too poor. And the turkey ended up drying out and everything. Like, there was a lot of things that could have gone better. But, again, I'm out of chain. I figured I knew what I was going to get. But I was like, damn it, I got to do it because it's just staring me in the face. It's not what I came here for, but we're going to go with it. And uh, regrets. It was regrets. (laughs) That's okay. I knew that was coming.
2: Regrets. Well, guys, it's definitely in a podcast, right? Regrets.
0: Regrets. That's it. Regrets. (laughs) Let's let's put it in a podcast,
2: um, guys.
0: It's definitely been uh, awesome to talk to you guys. Um, I will definitely be adding this. Uh, we should probably do this more often. So when we, especially when these topics come up, we'll just do uh, and record one and kind of chat about it because I, I think it was uh, definitely a definitely good conversation, especially uh, being three sandwich lovers. I I love being now part of your text. Chain when it comes to this. Uh, I'm all about sandwich talk in any way possible. So um I definitely appreciate your time uh doing this. And uh and obviously take a look, take a listen. If you like it, like I said, respond back. What are your go-tos? What do you like? And by all means, I'll make sure to put in the in the notes all our socials so that way you can interact with all of us if we're on social and you can uh we can talk more sandwiches together. All right, guys. Sounds great. Great Sounds talking fantastic. with you guys. Thank you. Later, guys. Bye. Later, bye.